You cannot refuse to lose. You cannot use fake news to abuse and manipulate. Accept your fate. You're not the leader of the state. Come 2021, we're done. Get out. Go back to to your your tower. tower. You You don't don't have any more power. The people made their selection in this election. And it wasn't you. That's true. And there's nothing you can do. And there's nothing to sort out in the court. Don't you dare. This was fair and square. And get the fuck out of there. Go Go back to your your tower. tower. You You do not not have have any more power. Save your fury fury for the grand jury. We're gonna take another look at your taxes and gather the faxes. You lie, you're a spy. Trying to dump, you're a chump. Trying to dump, you're a chump. We're putting somebody new on Pennsylvania Avenue. You're all out of place and you're almost out of days again. You did not win. Let me say it again. You did not win. You're so lame. Your only claim to fame is your name. And just like you couldn't run the Taj Mahal, you couldn't ever build that wall. 2021. There's nothing fake about this news. You cannot refuse to lose. You cannot choose. You gotta accept your fate. You don't run this state. There's nothing you can do. We're putting someone new on Pennsylvania Avenue. Let me say it again. You did not win. You did not. Try to dump your chump. Now get the fuck out the White House and off my fucking TV. I'm sick and tired of listening to your crazy orange ass. God bless America. Yo, yo, yo. Crystal clear here. You're listening to Mo Mogalons MTV Morgalon TV Rap Studios. Getting political. That's right. Because before you turn it off, Republicans, hold on, wait one second. I'm really nice, and I just I totally respect you in our differences of opinion. But like, let's talk about politics because as Morgies, we know probably better than anyone that everything is political. Isn't that right? Isn't that right? Morgies, everything is political. Our uh, condition, disease, whatever you want to call it, has become politicized. I mean, it went to Congress. That's where all the politicians are, right? So let's talk about politics. Let's not get mad at each other. I'm not going to call you a dog-faced pony or a clown or anything like that. Um, Okay, stay tuned.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, thanks for listening. Uh, it is a Tuesday, uh, the absolute worst day of the week. I'm sorry to break it to you, but breaking news, we're making the best of it. Um, it's good to have some good news. It seems like the news is just, you know, just more a part of our lives than ever. Something about this COVID quarantine, isolation, shutdown, lockdown, unemployment, yada, yada, has really um, isolated. I mean, we were already living in an increasingly isolated and lonely culture here in the Western world. I guess this is progress. Uh, I don't know. It's part of progress. It's part of our progression towards tomorrow. Uh, if there is a tomorrow and let's hope there is that. Thank you. Holy ghost. Um, I, you know, I, politics are like a hot, hot potato right now. And um, the last thing that I need right now is to get sliced, diced, smothered, and covered in potato morgulons. And a lot of them look like potatoes. I mean, maybe it's just me, but what are we talking about? Okay, politics, politics, politics. It's a dicey hot potato. And I don't want to get burned, y'all. I just want to share my views, and I'm 100% willing to um, listen to yours if you care to share them. This comment cave that I used to have, oh, it was a fine, fine day when the comment cave was echoing with the conversations between host and listeners. But you know, I don't want to put any pressure. I don't want to put any pressure. You can just enjoy and listen, hopefully enjoy. Um, we're getting edified. Let me elucidate. The meaning of that word, it means just edify, educate, elucidate. Don't you love English? People are divided like they are right now and, and having a really hard time understanding one another. And I think that, oh, it's tough. It is tough. Uh, but but what about empathy? What about, um, you know, if we just have faith that all human beings have the same needs, the same fears, um, and only differ in circumstance, luck, and choice. I do think that we have enough in common to, um, to be civil and uh, to give people space to, um, you know, live f as freely as possible without infringing upon the freedoms of others. So I don't know if y'all know this, but today uh, there was a Supreme Court argument. And uh, Chief Justice Roberts and Justice Kavanaugh, bra. Yeah, bra, I was just drinking some brewskis with my friend John Roberts Jr. They suggested that striking down one provision in the Affordable Care Act, aka Obamacare, um, would not doom the balance of the law, meaning. This is an article in the New York Times from today. Key justices signal support for Affordable Care Act. 
uh, Adam Liptak. Washington, at least five justices of the Supreme Court, including two members of its conservative majority, indicated on Tuesday that they would vote to reject the latest challenge to the Affordable Care Act, an effort pressed by Republican state officials and supported by the Trump administration. It was not clear whether the court would strike down the so-called individual mandate, the thing that made everybody have to pay or get insurance, rather, or pay a fee, which was rendered toothless in 2017 after Congress zeroed out the penalty for failing to obtain insurance. But the bulk of the sprawling 2010 health care law, which is President Barack Obama's defining domestic legacy, appeared likely to survive its latest encounter with the Supreme Court. In legal terms, the key justices said the mandate could be severed from the rest of the law. It does seem fairly clear that the proper remedy would be to sever the mandate provision and leave the rest of the act in place. The provisions regarding pre-existing conditions and the rest, said Justice Brett M. Kavanaugh Brawl. Chief Justice John G. Roberts Jr. made a similar point. Congress left the rest of the law intact when it lowered the penalty to zero. He said, I don't know why he has to talk like a robot, but it just felt right. The court's three-member liberal wing, Justices Stephen G. Breyer. I have never heard of him. What kind of uneducated person am I? My mind just goes, ice cream? Because I love that, Breyers. Um, okay, anywho. Uh, what about Breyer? What about Breyer? Okay, yeah. The court's three-member liberal wing justices, Stephen G. Breyer, Sonia Sotomayor, and Elena Kagan. We miss you, Ruth. They indicate their support for the law. That suggested there were at least five votes to uphold almost all of it. Three members of the court's conservative majority justices, Clarence Thomas... Mr. Clarence put a pube on a lady's Coke she was drinking in the workplace of Thomas. Scalito Jr. Neil M. Gorsuch, who plays a Supreme Court justice on As the World Turns. Yes, these three. Seemed poised to vote to strike down the law. You take away uh, the pre-existing conditions, clause, and mandate in the law. Um, well, why are we even paying these crooks, aka the legal mafia insurance industry? Mm. newest member, Justice Amy Coney, I got 25 kids, Barrett, was hard. No, that's not nice. I don't know. Uh, God bless you, Miss Barrett. Sorry, sorry. Sometimes I'll just get sassy. Was harder to read, though she has been publicly critical of her earlier rulings, sustaining key provisions of the law. Surprise, surprise. Striking to the law would increase the ranks of the uninsured in America by about 21.1 million people. And that's always a great idea during a global pandemic. A nearly 70% increase, according to new estimates from the Urban Institute. Um, the biggest loss of coverage would be among low-income adults who became eligible for Medicaid under the law. Ugh, blah, blah, blah. Let's see. Let me tell you something. This law, it includes... Guaranteed coverage for pre-existing medical conditions. It guarantees emergency care. It guarantees prescription drug and maternity care. Meaning, y'all, maybe some of y'all are too young to remember back before good old Obamacare, quote unquote, um, when it wasn't mandatory to carry this type of coverage, maternity, prescription drugs, the things I just mentioned, guess what? It wasn't covered. You were paying for it. So back in the Disney, I would be labeled as having a pre-existing condition because I'd be of childbearing age and I could not get insurance. That's how it was before Obamacare. So people that are like, fuck Obamacare. I'm like, well, I agree. It is not a perfect policy. What is your suggestion? 
What do you think would work? What do you think would best care for you, your family, your community, and your nation? Right? And I'm completely not uh, happy with the state of uh, the whole health insurance industry, the Morgulon's disease that I suffer from and that probably many of you suffer from because it has been politicized, marginalized, and delegitimized because of the lack of serious investigation, impartial and apolitical investigation into the scientific nature of etiology of Morgulon's disease because of that has, because of the politicization, and let's be honest, y'all, there's a lot of politics in medicine and health. AIDS, that's a very political topic, uh, disease, you know, it has its own propaganda and conspiracy theories, and the body is always political because, I mean, you know, like, when we're talking about politics, one of the main things we're talking about is law, the legislator, and um, legislations that govern and dictate the norms and expectations in a civil society. And here's the thing, like, you know, everything is political. Don't ever forget that medicine is political. It is not just there as like myth, you know, like the savior, doctors, and the angels of mercy, nurses. Nor is it the other extreme, the battle axe nurse and the mad scientist evil doctor. Like they're just, you know, normal, really, for the most part, in my experience, really honest, good, hardworking, caring professionals that are highly trained and highly valuable, and, you know, like part of our society. I implore you to be a skeptic and to be curious because I am really curious what um, listeners out there have been thinking and feeling about the political scene in their state, their country, um, regardless if they are from the United States or elsewhere. Shout out. All the listeners from other countries around the world, I delight in seeing the names of your countries be added to my uh, list in my little analytics feature of the podcast. So cool. I didn't even know Chechia, I don't know if I'm saying that right, is a country. That was news to me. Can y'all believe that I have two college degrees and don't know this shit? I look forward to doing this again. I hope you're having a great week so far. You're in my thoughts, my prayers. Thanks for listening so much. Rate me, star me, do me, leave me comments, all that good stuff. Um, that sounded really bad, the, the do me part. Yeah, okay, we're just, we're gonna edit that out one day. But thank you for listening and stay tuned.